Hello and welcome to the Birdie and Bass Podcast, episode 12. I'm Bass and with me is Birdie. How are you going? And in this episode, we're going to discuss the Nintendo Mini Direct for the 35th anniversary of Mario. Um, they came out with a Mini Direct and announced a whole bunch of different stuff, uh, both new games, limited time games, uh, classic games, and by the looks of it, some updating to classic games as well. So it was an interesting director um, watch. And some of the stuff was announced, put to pre-order, and already sold out. So <laughs> it's uh, interesting to see that um, Nintendo still got it. it. It's one of those nostalgia things, honestly. Like, this direct definitely went under the radar for a lot of people. Like I think people were just sick of being disappointed. Um, like the last couple of directs haven't been great. They've had a couple of good things, but you know, you, nothing there you had to stay up for. It was just, you know, go to sleep, find out the next day, whatever. Um, even people in the media that I listened to on podcasts and that was pretty much the same. Like they didn't know anything about it till they woke up the next morning and was inundated with emails and stuff. Um, so I think it was pretty funny that something that flew under the radar so badly sold out so quickly because there's obviously the hardcore Nintendo fans that made sure this stuff was not going to go in the hands of just a casual. Um, yeah, like, well, they announced the Super Mario Game & Watch where they've updated it to obviously the latest technology and they've still got the old games, couple of games on it and everything. Um. That sold out in Australia pretty much the same day as that was listed. And apparently there's just scalpers galore on eBay with it um, already. So That I can believe. That'd be interesting. Um, there was that couple of new games announced. There was the Super Mario 3D Worlds and Bowser's Fury, which is coming out February next year. Bowser's uh, Fury looks good. Yeah, I even even the three D worlds one looks good. Oh yeah, they both look good. I, I I don't know why Bowser's Fury stands out, but it does to me. I'm trying to work out because it's like three D worlds plus Bowser's Fury. So is it Bowser's Fury an add on to three D worlds, or is it part of three D worlds? Or well, I don't know to be honest. I could not tell you. But then there's the. Super Mario Bros. 35 game that comes out the 1st of October, but then it stops the end of January, early February next year. So once it stops, then you can't buy it. So it's interesting that Nintendo did it that way. But looking at the trailer, it's actually an interesting game. So you play the old 2D Mario levels as you kill a, or as you jump on the head of a bad person or whatever, that then sends that person to someone else's game. Mm, it's a battle royale. It's um Mario Battle Royale, which is quite interesting that Nintendo decided to go that path, that route, yeah. but they've made it into something that I was not expecting. Yeah, so it kind of, to me it kind of looks like um what they were doing with Tetris 99, which was the same type of thing it was meant to be a limited release only for people with nintendo online this is the same thing it's a limited release only for people with nintendo online then apparently they're going to take it away 
Um, there's rumors going around that they're going to re-release it every year with like new add-ons and stuff like that. Um, but God knows what's going to happen there. To me, it's, it's an interesting concept having a battle royale like this, especially in a Mario game. But I think it was last month, um, some programmers actually came out with a Mario-based battle royale and Nintendo were on it within 24 hours and had it removed for the simple, because it was, you know, obviously copyright breach, but they were onto it so quickly, like they were looking for it. Um, and this kind of explains why, since they were making their own. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting concept. It would definitely be interesting to play. Like I didn't play Tetris 99. Not sure if you did, but. I watched a lot of it and it was very interesting. Um, no, I didn't get a chance to play it, but it's be one of those things. I even if I don't get a chance to play it, I'll still end up buying it. I reckon. Mm. But that's the thing. Like that was meant to be a limited release as well. Like they were meant to take it off, but it's still there. It's way past its um, date. So God knows what's happened there. I thought Maybe it would be the same. Tetris 99 was part of the online Nintendo Online. You can only get it with Nintendo Online, and if you Nintendo yeah. Online lapses, the Tetris 99 deletes itself as well. It was meant to be the same type of thing. It, when it was first announced, it was only for online, like Nintendo Online, and it was only available during a certain date period. Um, but it's gone past the date period, I'm pretty sure, and it's still there, but it's only for Nintendo Online. This looks like it's going to be the same thing. It's only for a certain date period, only for Nintendo Online. So whether it stays beyond that point, I'm not sure. I think it might be a yearly event thing that they're trying to set up. Yeah, it might be. Uh, then they also announced uh, Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, which looks like <laughs> it has two carts available, one for Mario, one for Luigi. Mm. Uh, that looks fairly interesting and fairly challenging. Um, I'm still sitting on the fence whether I'm going to order that or not because I reckon I've got my son will just end up destroying it and it, for I think it's 150 bucks each one to be honest like they look like a similar um design from the Mario Kart RC cars they released a few years ago which they were you could smash them around pretty hard and they would not break um like yeah I found it hard to break them. Um, it's done by a team of people that have all worked on Mario games in the past. Like they're not a new dev team or anything like that. They're actually veterans. The technology, the AR technology in it is to me amazing considering that it's going through a switch. Um, the main thing I want to know is with your kids, is one going to be upset if they always end up with Luigi? <laughs> uh, I don't think they really care. <laughs> <laughs> The main thing is going to be is which one's going to dummy spit when they lose. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's an interesting technology. Like I like the whole gate system and stuff. But I'm um, intrigued, intrigued to how it works. I think like obviously you drop the game in. Mm. So you set up your course in your house. Well, apparent, apparently the game is a free download from Nintendo eShop. So you have to buy the hardware for it to work. Yeah. But then obviously you need to pair your Switch 
to the console to the um little RC car, which so, be Bluetooth. Yeah. So does that mean that you drive the RC? You have to sit in front of the screen, and then this RC car just makes itself all, its way around your house. Yes. Just funny the fact is like my son's probably going to go chasing the rc car pretending he's trying to drive it and not looking on the tv screen and getting <laughs> my shells and every other chase after the dog Mario <laughs> stuff like that with it and yeah it's just going to be interesting it's definitely going to be interesting um i, I don't know to me to me, it's like they looked at people that fly drones and stuff like that and drone racing and thought, you know what, we can make a game out of this, but put Mario Kart on there instead. <laughs> yeah, true. Because that's what you're doing. It's just it's just a wheeled drone. It doesn't fly. It just drives around. Um, and they're just putting some extra graphics on there like turtle shells and things like that, which affect the car in real life. It's an awesome idea. I don't think it would be too hard to implement. Um, apart from, I want to know how it would go on carpet. <laughs> like, is that going to really slow them down or are the wheels big enough? Don't know on that side of things because it wasn't really in the demo either. No, it was not. <laughs> um, you would have to say they would. I, I um... think they'd be pretty big. They'd have to account for that, that not everyone's going to have tiles, wood area. Could you imagine people with, like, hardwood floors? Those, if those things don't have rubberized wheels, <laughs> they're yeah. just going to be sliding into walls. Yep. Oh, my God. You could do a whole drift scene. It would be like real Mario Kart. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Are they all-wheel drive or real-wheel drive? <laughs> I don't know. Imagine, imagine getting the old uh, wooden floor out and putting a bit of, bit of uh, um, washing detergent down or something like that. Get the old slight <laughs> sliding happening, slipping around. We're just talking about stuff that used to annoy our parents. <laughs> now we want to do it as big kids. Yep. Uh... But it's it's... Microsoft think I mean not Microsoft, it's Nintendo thinking outside the box. Which, I think it's an amazing idea. Uh and pushing the whole what is it, virtual reality like what's happening. Yeah, Use... well it's it's a mixed reality, it's augmented reality pretty much. Um, without having a headset on. Which really, I mean, this is kind of the thing that Pokemon Go and stuff's been doing for a while. They're just adding another component into it and putting it on a Switch, it's pretty hard to go wrong. Yeah. And I think it's a fantastic idea, personally. Like, whoever the hell came up with this was either really freaking bored being inside during isolation <laughs> or um, they've been working on this a lot longer than we think. Uh, COVID, I would have been a lot longer than we think, I think, because of the fact of designing those cards and everything like that. Unless I don't think COVID. that would have taken that long, really. Not for Nintendo. It's probably just a. They probably looked at all the parts from those old RC cars they've had and go, "What can we do with all these leftover parts?" Well, it, it looks exactly the same as those old car, those old RC cars, and all they've done is added a camera to where the air vent would normally be. 
Yep. I mean, obviously, there's some stuff behind the camera and a Bluetooth receiver, but it's definitely an RF receiver. So, yeah, but I'm also intrigued to um, see how well they sell. Like, they mm. haven't sold out yet. I think it'll be more of a novelty thing for people with kids and stuff like that uh, than anything else. Um, do you think? Do you think they're lithium or they're running batteries? I don't know that side of things. Like, are they? Do you have to keep putting batteries in them? Are they rechargeable? Can you just plug them into a a USB point and they recharge them back up? I think if if you have to put AA batteries or something in them, I think they're going to flop. Personally, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so too. But um, they also announced a pin set for the 35th anniversary of Mario by doing some challenges that unlocks it, but that's only to available for people in Canada and America. So as per usual, we get screwed in Australia. Yeah, uh, and that's a Japanese freaking company. So what the, what gives, seriously? <laughs> yep. And then they had a whole bunch of clothing that they've brought out. They're doing uh, Mario content in Animal Crossing. And then come January next year, they're doing a Splatfest in Splatoon. Oh, cool. So I I'm, just, I'm, I'm glad they're still keeping the Splatfests up, even though they oh. said they weren't going to do them anymore. <laughs> That's the thing. They said that they weren't going to do them anymore. <laughs> so I don't, do not get this. They're like bringing back the Splatfests because of COVID. I don't know. I think or, it's because they're, they're finding it hard to make a new game, but it's still popular. Apparently, it's still highly played. Yeah, I've I've got to get back on there and check it out because I haven't checked out what the servers are like for it for a while. So I have to see what the go is for that one. Um, but it's all good things. Uh, they've they announced a few like SNES Online games like Super Mario All Stars and a few other. Looks like retro games coming to the online. Um, it was sort of hard to decipher that part of it. But then they've taken Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy and put it into Super Mario 3D All-Stars, which is coming out this month mm. um, as the three games in one. And apparently that has been getting pre-ordered like hotcakes. Apparently it's the biggest selling Nintendo Switch game on Amazon already, and it's not even out yet. Oh, okay. Well, I just saw it come up on Twitter like an hour ago. So, um, yeah, Twitter? same thing. Yeah. What? Super Mario 3D All-Stars is Amazon's second best-selling game of 2020. There you go. I'm not going crazy. So that's <laughs> second best-selling game of 2020 against all the other games that have been released this year. Last of Us Part 2 came out this year, people, and it's defeated it already, and it's not even out yet. <laughs> so it's it's intrigued to see how many people, well, most of us grew up on Nintendo. We grew up on Mario, really. Um, I remember playing Mario back on Game Boy. Hell yeah. And going through the different versions and stuff. I don't know how many different times I've played, I've bought Mario or got Mario or, um, games over the years. And 
I sunk a lot of hours into those games. Well, we we all remember the whole finasco with the mini NES and the mini SNES and all that. I mainly wanted them to make a mini Nintendo 64 so I could play, because I, I knew I wasn't going to get Goldeneye. I knew they wouldn't put that on there because it's rare still. But I really wanted Mario 64 and Pilot Wings. Well, um, Mario 64 coming. Yeah, so Mario 64 is coming, so I'm halfway there. <laughs> I'm just got to buy it again. Um, but I can't... What I can't believe is this is the second biggest selling game on Amazon this year for a console that's predominantly mainly a digital only console. Like most people just download stuff onto it like it's a phone. Yeah. So the fact that people are buying the cartridges is ridiculous at this rate. It's one of those things. um, Nostalgia. Nostalgia. Buying the, having the box and all the rest of that kind of stuff. Hmm. Um, The other side of it is, from what I noticed, which I haven't spent too much time on the Nintendo eShop, so but sale wise, when stuff goes on sale, it's very rare. Mm. Um, Extremely. So, and I think the whole nostalgia side of things is really the one that's probably kicking in, and everyone wants a physical copy of it. Can you imagine when someone is stupid enough to actually trade one of those in, how quickly it's going to go? I was actually surprised they didn't do some sort of collector's physical edition sort of thing with it. They, they still might. Like it's it's not unheard of for Nintendo to announce something, release the pre-orders, and then a couple of months, like, well, I know it's not going to happen like that because it's out in a couple of weeks. But they've done in the past where a couple of months after pre-orders have already opened and everything, they announce a collector's edition for that game. Um, and piss everyone off. They have to go and change their pre-order. But, um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting one. I mean, they might even do, like, just um, merchandise down the track. Yeah. For it. That's not unheard of from Nintendo either, especially with Mario games. Yeah, well, there's... Um... Because there's the 3D Worlds and Bowser's Fury coming out next year. There's two Amiibos that have come out with that one as well. Yeah, I saw them. I can't actually believe they're still making Amiibos. Yeah, obviously they're a popular thing. <laughs> I noticed. I beg to differ. <laughs> I noticed they've backed out of doing a hell of a lot of them, but they just keep ticking them over. Yeah. They're definitely not coming out at the same rate as they used to. But um, yeah, it's I I st- you can still go into shops and there's still going to be clearance amiibos on the shelf and everything like that and kind of a sad sight. But the ones that everyone wants, you have to go onto eBay or something and pay for a ridiculous pricing for them. Yep. Yep, that's true. But um, it's just people buying collector's stuff, having collector's stuff. Mm. Um, do, do you think with this 3D All-Stars, they'll do a sequel? Well, isn't that what 3D Worlds is? 
Well, I know, I know a lot of people want um, a redo of Super Mario Galaxy 2 and Super Mario Sunshine 2. Mm-hmm. They could do a All Stars 2. They do the follow on. Is there a follow on to Mario 64? No. Oh. So you're going to get two games. Maybe there's a third one they can throw in there. But... I mean, I guess 3D World is kind of a secret, but no. I, I... It's kind of like in its own timeline. Um, Nintendo actually put out a thing about a long time ago, which was kind of like a timeline of like Super Mario 64 and then what happens in Galaxy and Sunshine and all that. And 64 just doesn't match up with anything. Yeah, well, the, uh, the end of the Direct, they did a like a, a video of all the Mario's over the years. Mm. So it's uh, interesting to see how many different Mario's there have been over the years. And it'd be interesting to work out how many have actually come to Switch now through the uh, Nintendo Online and the games and everything like that that have actually come across. Um... 64 was definitely a very much asked one. I know that. Because these ones have been remastered to play on Switch, haven't they? Been remastered and updated. Uh, Kind of, yes. Um, Super Mario 64 apparently is going to be running at 720p and they're making it... I've heard conflicting things. I've heard that they're doing it 16 by 9 widescreen and I've also heard that it's not going to be widescreen and they're just putting black borders on it, but they're upping the resolution to 720. The other two are definitely going to be widescreen, 16 by 9, and they're both going to be running at 1080p. Okay. But, yeah, 64 is a little bit iffy at the moment. I'm pretty sure it's meant to be 16 by 9 because I've heard that from, like, I've read that in multiple articles and Twitter and stuff like that. and then. There was two that said that it was going to be boarded. So I was just like, hold on, what, has something changed? Or, yeah, it's kind of weird. I guess we'd find out in two weeks when it drops. Obviously, 16, like, it was never made to be a widescreen game um, that was built for old CRTVs and stuff like that. Fair enough. It might look a bit stretched if they don't do it properly in widescreen. So I'm not phased either way if they border it. I would prefer it to be widescreen, but yeah. Oh, well, we'll um, obviously see what happens. 720 is still better than 480. Yep. But at the end of the day is... um. It's just good to see that we're getting some more Mario stuff on the Switch. Yeah, some more classic Mario stuff. None of this fangdangled new stuff. <laughs> It'd be nice if we actually got a sequel to Mario Odyssey, but... It would. A lot of people have been asking for it, and honestly, that's a separate team from everything else, so it could be in the works. I mean, we know Zelda 2's coming out soon. Well, next year, I think. Yeah. Breath of the Wild 2, I should say. So it'll be um, intriguing to see what the next 
six months or so, 12 months has. Imagine if they did a Zelda re-release of Ocarina and Majora's Mask. I have seen a few people calling about that one. So <laughs> I want to see that one to happen and everything, and I'm just like, hell, okay. They re-released them on DS, and they made some changes that were not very popular. Um, and like I, I've got them both, and it's not great on the DS. I'll admit that. It's great to play them again, but if they put them on Switch, I think it would be better, a lot better. Yeah, I I actually think that going on the fact that Nintendo are pretty much phasing everything out to pretty much just have the Switch as their only thing, they're going to end up bringing a lot more of their retro stuff back. They've done it with the, well, they've closed down all the old, the Wii online stores, the Wii U stores and everything else like that, so... Who knows what we uh, might end up with. Yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting to see what Nintendo comes up with. But, uh, I mean, Nintendo are the absolute kings of making you pay for the same game 40 times over at full price. So, I mean, I don't see what's stopping them of doing Zelda again, (laughs) to be honest. Yeah. Like Zelda started the Switch's journey, why not bring the old ones to it? Yeah, well, that's that is it. If they're doing it with Mario, why can't we do it with Zelda? Um, is there an anniversary coming up for Zelda at next all? year? Apparently. Well, there you go. Next year, you've heard it here first. <laughs> Sorry, I'm wanting to know why we aren't getting bloody a bit of the old Donkey Kong. Uh, a lot of the old Donkey Kongs are actually made by Rare, not Nintendo. And now Rare is made by, owned by Microsoft. It's a little bit more difficult. That's why Retro Studios has Donkey Kong licensing now, but I'm not sure if they can bring back the old ones. Surely someone, they can't bloody do a thing in discussion in the background or whatever it is, because there's been a lot of Xbox and oh, yeah. uh, Microsoft and Nintendo talk, so... I'm not. I'm not saying it's not doable or possible. I'm just saying it's more difficult than just putting like a re-release of Mario up there of something they wholly own. Um, like if you think about it, Rare has a lot of properties under their belt that they took to Microsoft with them that were only Nintendo um, prior to like going to Microsoft. So there was Conker's Bad Fur Day, there was Banjo Kazooie, there was Goldeneye and Donkey Kong, but that got kept by Nintendo. Um, I think that's the only thing that Nintendo actually kept from Rare. Perfect Dark, they even took Perfect Dark with them. Okay. So, I mean, Rare took most of the Nintendo catalog with them when they went to Microsoft. Um, Because they were never like a Nintendo first party or anything like that. They were more like a second party kind of like what Insomniac Games was to Sony before Sony bought them out. Um, so, yeah, it's like the only thing that they really kept was Donkey Kong. Um, but I'm not sure what the licensing agreement is, whether like, yes, Retro Studios can make, you know, new Donkey Kong games and stuff like that, but I'm not sure if they can like redo original Donkey Kong or something like that. 
because they did bring a new Donkey Kong out on Switch, which yeah, it was Donkey Kong Country. Yeah, which was never made by Rare, I don't think. Okay. God, licensing is I, just like a nightmare. Yeah. I, I don't think like Donkey Kong sixty four, which was done by Rare Games. I don't think they could redo that one because it was done by Rare. Oh, well, I'm assuming that it'd just be interesting to see some, um, I actually want to see more newer games really with Donkey Kong and Mario and stuff in it. You know what I want to see since Rare did Donkey Kong once upon a time? I want to see Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong on a ship in Sea of Thieves. <laughs> I want a Kong boat with some big Kong cannons. <laughs> that would be a good... <laughs> Good, I've got uh, the design in my head. Like, if they limited, gave me a call right now, I could do it. Limited time mode, but rare. And see if he's too busy adding dogs. Uh, I mean, they, they made a Halo freaking boat for fuck's sake. Why don't they take Donkey Kong? Yeah, that's true. I think the Halo one was just sort of playing. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> homage to. To a game that's not coming out. <laughs> yeah. Year, uh, a year of delays. It was to be expected, honestly. At least, yeah, at the end of the day, when it comes to games and delays, if they delay it to make a game better, um, do it. Because the days of having half assed games released should be gone. Honestly, if they, if they brought out Halo Infinite, right? With the Xbox Series X, and it was horrifyingly bad. Like everyone would have just said, "Oh yeah, COVID fucked up Halo." I don't think Microsoft wants that taste in their mouth. No, I think they want them to come out with an amazing game, despite COVID. Yeah, which is a bit difficult. You know, what I'm sick of. Talking about COVID. <laughs> Is this shit up yet? Uh, we should hurry up and vaccine so we can go back to doing stuff. Uh, I, I, I wish I could say some stuff, but I'm not going to say it on a public domain. Because I know I'll cop crap for it. Oh. But certain people need to pull their heads in. Anyways, I think that's about all for our look at the... Uh, Mario Mini Direct that Nintendo did. Um, Mini with lots of big stuff. Yes. Um, I noticed it started, the one thing I did notice that, that caught my eyes towards it is once it was over, it was just trending like no tomorrow. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty rare that I wake up in the morning and like put Twitter on and like Nintendo, a mini Nintendo Direct is the thing that's trending. <laughs> oh, well, that's... That's a good thing to see him back in there. It's sort of making it should it... have not been a mini direct. <laughs> yeah, it's making it a three-way tussle. So there, everyone's buying for our spending money. Honestly, I think Nintendo is going to win out over everything anyway because everyone's always going to buy Nintendo. It's just the other two that are having the tussle. <sighs> yeah, true. Think about it this way: Sony and Microsoft are in each corner of the ring. Nintendo is the ref in the middle. 
Yeah, because the end of the day, it doesn't matter which of those two consoles you play on. You everyone plays on a Switch. Mm. Everyone wants wants to have that family friendly handheld that the other two don't do. Apart from uh, Project X Cloud, that kind of doesn't have iOS. <laughs> okay, go. we're going to get on a tangent here, so let's let's stop this. <laughs> All right. So if you need to get hold of us, our email address is birdiebasepodcast at essentialgamer.com.au. Uh, if you want to catch us on Instagram or Facebook, it's essentialgamerau, or you can just type in Essential Gamer and we should come up. Um, and Essential Gamer U on Twitter. If you see anything interesting about Nintendo that we should be aware of to do in a future podcast, feel free to tag us. Until next time, see you later.